I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about my ex is depressed. Oh, that's a bad state of affairs. It certainly is. And it's a very realistic uh, issue that we deal with. Right. Because, I mean, do you have any idea what the percentage of people that get depressed are at some point in their life? From my reading, most Americans, certainly not everybody, but upwards of 50% are depressed at some point in their lives. Clinically depressed, meaning that someone knowledgeable would diagnose you as depressed. Wow. But depression comes in all flavors. It comes in very short term. Um, but if it persists for a month or more, it's time to be concerned. Yeah. So yeah. it can have a big impact oh, on yes. a relationship. Yes. And honestly, I think it has a huge impact on why people break up. Yes. Because if your partner is, you know, laying in the bed, they have no energy, right. they have no desire to do anything, right. they, may, they may feel tremendous amounts of guilt over not being a good partner for you. And usually the guilt is false, which is part of the trouble. Usually the, the depression and guilt isn't real. It's In what way? Uh, people feel guilty oftentimes for things that happened in their family of origin that were not their fault. Mm -hmm. uh, where There are enough things in this life that are our fault that we need to own those, but we don't need any extra. Okay? Sometimes people feel like they've failed someone when in fact they themselves have been failed. But it's very difficult to see somebody who's depressed. They don't want to eat, they don't want to sleep, they can't sleep well, and nothing's any fun anymore. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's a bad state of affairs to be in, and it's certainly a hard thing to have somebody who's, who's in it. Sure. So let's say you're dating somebody, and maybe an anniversary comes up of a death, or a his, uh, an event that something was traumatic, your, your dad walked out, or yep. a divorce, uh -huh. or something um, comes up that maybe you don't remember, and they haven't really dealt with it, right. they could have some symptoms or some depression. Some depression. And they are no longer um, in the right state emotionally to feel connected to you. They're disconnected, they're isolating themselves, right. they want to be alone. And so it's easy for them to walk away. And it's hard to understand that. Yeah. I'm depressed. Well, why are you leaving me then? Uh, what's that about? Craig spoke about anniversaries, and anniversaries are very much worth knowing about. Anniversaries are very important, and we remember them more than most people realize in sort of a half-unconscious, half-conscious state. Mm -hmm. I'll have people come to me and say, well, you know, I get terribly depressed every fall. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did anything bad ever happen to you in the fall? Well, my mother died, my uncle died, the house burned down. That's an easy one. Or you can say, well, if all of those things happen to you in the fall, of course you're going to respond every year. Have you ever talked about any of those things? And sometimes it's no, and I never thought of it. I had a woman come to me one time who had been diagnosed bipolar, mm -hmm. which is a pretty serious diagnosis. And I told her I wasn't ready to go along with that until at least I got to know her. 
And what I found out was her parents divorced, each of them remarried, and so mm -hmm. other families were were acquired on both sides for her sides for her. There had been a number of deaths and there wasn't a month where she wasn't free of an anniversary. She wasn't bipolar at all. But it's important to make those things conscious. Holidays yes. can represent stuff. Um, but the minute somebody tells you there's a time of year, um, be interested. I can think of another lady who said, I get terribly depressed every year in August. And she would go to spend the summer with her mother, where she was happy to be, and as soon as the fall came and it was time to go back to school, she'd have to go back to her father, who had a grumpy aunt caring for her. And so she would get depressed at the end of every summer. Who would blame her? Yeah. But it's much easier to know that you're not going crazy and that there is a reason why you feel why you feel. And that's part of the reason that we often say it takes a few years to get to know somebody. Right. Because... Yes. I always maintain, <laughs> know somebody for at least a year so that you've been through all of their anniversaries. And I can think of a fairly dramatic case of that. This was a couple that was about to marry. And the husband, the husband-to-be, had a dramatic reaction um, to a loss in his past. And they had to resolve that before they could marry. So mm -hmm. it's good to know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, you know, you might be in a position where your ex is depressed. They're able to walk away from you. You can't understand it because your relationship is fine. And I've seen that, I've seen where the too. relationship is fine, yeah. but that person just can't be in the, yeah. with you at that moment. And or there's that something time. that's not a couple's issue, it's an individual issue, and it has to be dealt with before you can move ahead. Right? So how would you deal with something like that? Can you help understand? I mean, what would you do if your ex, was, I mean, your, your partner is depressed and they don't want to get help? Well, what you say is, you know, you look depressed, uh, you know. Um, well, how do you know? You know, you're not eating, you're not sleeping, you don't seem to think anything's any fun anymore. Um, I don't need any help. Well, that's your decision, but you could feel better pretty quickly if you got some help. And there are two things now that we do for depression. Now, we're not talking about the kind of depression where you're suicidal. We're just talking the kind of depression where you can be irritable and agitated and, and just sort of out of sorts and unhappy. Mm -hmm. If you go to someone, they're liable to say you need two things. You need a medication, and everybody immediately gets all upset about medication. There are those people who have tardive dyskinesia and they walk funny like this, and I don't want any of that medication. That's what was used 20 and 30 years ago. I can tell you that if you go to the mall right now, it's very possible that the person on your left and the person on your right is taking an antidepressant. That could, could be there. But either one will help you. If you just get a pill, that will help. And if you just talk to somebody, that will help. But if you do both, it will help much faster. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to be depressed in this day and age. And it makes my heart hurt when people are. I remember the days before we had the medications that we have. Mm -hmm. And people can get out of depressions much, much faster now than they could before. Yep. So you don't have to feel like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have remember options. That. Yeah. You have options that people 20 years ago, 30 years ago didn't, didn't have. have. Yes, yeah, yeah. so take them. So I got a good email that I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, and they said uh, this woman was in her early 40s. And the guy is a little bit younger than her. And they dated for about a year. She said that for a while he was living with her or basically going to her place every night. 
So about four months of that. Now, the problem with that was that he had to drive an hour and 20 minutes each way. To work. Because he was staying at her place. Okay. That's a lot of driving. It certainly is. And it doesn't seem fair to me that the burden was put on him. All of it, right now. No. Right? No. I mean, I would not do that. I would not drive to somebody's house an hour and 20 minutes each way. If, you know, five, six days a week or whatever they're doing. Right. That's just too much. No, Why isn't she doing? Burden. That's a big burden, yeah. yeah. Uh, find so a way to divide the burden. It didn't sound like she was making an effort there, so that would be frustrating. Did she have children? No. Okay. I, I am pretty sure yeah. she doesn't. Yeah. Okay, she said... His schedule changed and was starting to work longer hours, and this is like a 12-hour day. Um, he fell behind and felt burned out. He said he was falling in love with me and lost himself. He was getting tired, and I wasn't understanding why he wanted to come by less often. Good heavens, he's only human. He's driving most of the day. He's working 12 hours. Yeah. Then he's driving an hour and 20 minutes in the morning and then night. Good heavens. And she doesn't understand. I don't think that even technically leaves enough time for sleep. <laughs> Much less anything else. Right. But, and she doesn't even understand it. That's a little bit confusing to me. Wow. How would she not see that? So she's not focused on his needs, that's for sure. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. They were never engaged or married, but he was pushing to have a kid. They started trying to have one in the spring. I found out I was pregnant a few months later. He had started feeling depressed and unhappy with his career. He started coming by only during the weekend in the summertime. He was saying he is not whole, he has anxiety, depression, and is not fit for a relationship, but isn't abandoning me. Well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> it would certainly feel like... And not, you're not abandoning me with a child, too. Yeah. Um, that, but could you can imagine that she felt um, abandoned? Of course. Now she's pregnant? Yeah. And he's saying, all of a sudden, I'm depressed? Yeah. That would be scary. Except that it was your idea. <laughs> well, they were both in it. What happens, happens. Oh, yeah. Although I may have gotten... Okay, she found out I'm pregnant... Um, and then Jul July, that's when he started coming over less often. So it was already falling apart a little bit before yeah. she got pregnant. Right. Okay. He first was in shock and said, we weren't ready for a kid? Except he had been pushing for it. <laughs> okay. Then he said he would be with me in this and that we were trying. He brought me flowers and a sorry card. Then we found out it was twins. Oh my lord. And said it was too much. He said it was too much. <laughs> so he was leaving her with twins? <laughs> uh, let's see what happened here. Uh, then one of the babies died, so doctors were oh saying lord. it was a high risk pregnancy. I didn't want to have an abortion. But I let him and people convince me it was the best thing and we could try again at a better time with more development. But now it is the last thing he wants. He started using condoms, which never wanted before. He confessed he has bipolarism symptoms and sometimes sees a psychiatrist, 
but he's not on medication. Uh, bipolarism, one of my favorite, you know, configurations of the word, is difficult. Oh, he won't see a psychiatrist, or he sees him sometimes. Yep, but he's not on any medications. Oh, Lord. Um, okay. Those words cause me my, a whole new kind of anxiety. All right, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she said, um, as far as his parents, they were together for the kids, divorced, their life together, but his dad is delaying it and joys and being alone. So I guess the father, when she says and their life together, meaning like they live together. Is, right, right, okay. that happens. Yeah. I met them, they like me. What were, uh, okay, so as far as the reasons that he broke up with her, he is overwhelmed. Every ounce of his energy went into supporting me in this difficult time and being understanding, but he has been neglecting himself. His family knows he is going through something. He isolates himself. This is the first time he does it with me. Okay. He called me back on a Friday right after he left my apartment. I didn't answer and told him that if he needs space, he shouldn't call me. Good for you. Really? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it yeah. is good, but I mean, at the same time, she, I don't think she should dis discourage it either. Right, right. But um, it had only been, like, less than an hour, probably. Probably. Yeah. I said he puts likes, I see he puts likes on my social media and watches my videos. Should I keep posting or stop so he can miss me? Well, I said, you know, I would stop for a little while. So she, you know, can kind of have some time to regroup and he can have some time to really focus on what he's going through and figuring out what's going on with himself. I haven't been texting him, but I answer his texts with just a few words. For the first time, he didn't text for four days. He did on Saturday, and I told him he's important to me. He said he is a nobody trying to be a somebody. There's the bipolar depression. Yeah. He said that I'm here for him if he needs me. Next Sunday is our anniversary, and I wanted to get the same, go to the same bar where we met, wear the same clothes. I'm not sure if he remembers, wants to go, or wants to see me. How can he feel better by not talking to me? That's a tough That's question. That's a hard question to answer, and it feels so hurtful. But I he, felt like that. Yes, I know. I did, I and know. I said that to you. Yeah. How can she be happier without me when we had such a great relationship. Yeah, that's so upsetting. That's so upsetting. But if go back and look at what he said. He had neglected himself. He had neglected his own needs. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead. Okay. He told me in May I'm the only woman who made him think about a future together with a kid. Okay. Well, so did we have one baby? No. Remember, she... We had no baby. They got an... Right. Mm -hmm. An abortion for the second one. Yeah. And she, she regrets it. Yeah, well. Okay. When he is depressed, he gets moody and is not interested in sex. I'm very sexual. This gets me insecure and clingy. If I know, he says I am a 10 and I am the best woman for him in every category. I just cannot accept he is boycotting our perfect relationship. He can be better without me, depressed at home, he wanted a kid from me, now he doesn't anymore. Well, 
I mean, it's going to be hard to persuade her of this, but it sounds like he has severe enough bipolar that unless he is in charge of it, it is going to run his life and hers if she stays with him. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we have a whole uh, session on bipolar. In fact, I think it's in two parts. Yes. It's, it's so long, it's in two parts. Mm -hmm. Bipolar is very common, and it's very, very difficult to deal with. And the, the chilling words to me is, he has bipolar and he doesn't want to see anybody. The only treatment we really have for bipolar is medication. There's no therapy for it. It's a chemical imbalance. Mm -hmm. um, and the person really has to get help. So if anything's going to work out here, we both have to be grown-ups and face the disease first. And if you get the right medicine for your bipolar, and sometimes it takes three or four visits to the doctor and working closer with the mm -hmm. doctor, then it's like a miracle and the person is normal again. Yeah. That can last for you know months or years, or it may have to be changed periodically. But there is no way around this other than the medication. Mm -hmm. so, but the therapy will help too. Oh God, yes, yes, because people need to understand that it's not a weakness about them, it's not anything they did wrong, and it's awful subjectively. You mm -hmm. go from periods of being on top of the world um, to the worst depression you can imagine, even worse than regular old depression. So it's miserable subjectively for the person who had it, has it, but it's even worse for the people who live with them because they live on <laughs> walking on eggshells, uh, another one I'm going to do soon. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thinking that, you know, if they only were quiet enough or, or did this better or did that better, they, the person would calm down and it's not going to happen. Yeah. Medication is the only answer. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to hear it. And I say, I'm sorry, it's hard to live with. But unlike some other conditions, if you take the medication and do the treatment, you can live a perfectly normal life. Yep. Yeah. All right. So there's just a little bit more okay. to her story. She says, tell me I want you in my life. I don't want to lose you and be patient. He says, I want him to read a script. He doesn't call me my baby anymore. When I told him this in the moment, I need him the most, they did the Ugh, oh, this is rough. They did the abortion with no anesthesia or sedation, oh. and we were both traumatized. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. I don't know what that treatment is like, but oh, I can't Lord. imagine yeah, can you going imagine? to that. Yeah. Horrible. He was there with me, and um, I'm getting anxious, and I have nightmares about that day, and I wish I were still pregnant. Then he says he needs a break or space. Are we still together? I don't even know. Space? For how long? I am confused. I can understand where she's coming from. Now, yeah. I think we'd really have to think about the no contact thing. He's making contact with her. Mm -hmm. But she should not right. reach out to him. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like he's going to, on his own, ever conclude that he should see the psychiatrist more often. I don't know, but if the relationship was that great, you would think that would help. For the sake of the relationship, you would think that he might be motivated, mm -hmm. yes. Um, if it's as good as at least she felt it was. Perfect. There is no perfect. I'm very quick to tell people. There's wonderful, there's terrific, there's no perfect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the other thing is that, you know, I think she kind of 
um, ignored how stressful it was for him to be working 12-hour days. Oh my God, and he probably could do it because in the manic stage of bipolar you have extra energy, mm -hmm. more than most people have. One of the reasons why people don't want to take the medication. Mm -hmm. But if he started to come out of the manic state and started back toward the depressed, of course he didn't have the energy anymore. Mm -hmm. No human being could do that mm -hmm. forever. No. And uh, that's not reasonable on her part. Though. No, and I don't think it was fair and I almost feel like she has this attitude of you have to take care of me. You have to do everything. And I'm, you know, I don't want to say like a princess type vibe, but, no. you know. Yeah, I heard it too. You're right? the man, you, you do everything. You yeah. take care of me. Um, I mean, it has to be two people working together. Yes. And if he was doing all this driving, the driving alone is right. horrible. Absolutely. I, I could never do and that. And I'm so sorry they had this terrible trauma together. Absolutely, and yeah. Even if they could get together to work this out for both of them somehow, that mm -hmm. would be great. But they can't do it alone. They're going to need some help. Yeah. And if he doesn't really decide that he wants medication, he's going to struggle with this and it's going to continue. Right. And as far as, you know, space for how long, I think she should make that decision for herself yes. and not let him make that decision for her. Right. I think she should say, well, I'm willing to wait this amount of time, Yeah. and then if, it, if he doesn't turn things around or show me that he can... Yeah, if he hasn't made some decisions, big ones, yeah. Then I'm going to have to move on here. I agree. In other words, I'm not going to sit here forever while you don't take your medication. Yeah. yeah. Tough situation. Very difficult, and I'm so sorry they had this terrible trauma. Yeah, that's trauma. awful. That's a tragedy. Absolutely. Uh, that was and awful. they can't even be there for each other to resolve it, which is the saddest part. Yeah. Had it happened when he was in the manic state, he probably would have been, you know, Mr. Amazing and yeah, there and for her and, and, then, and set and everything then total, right. And then totally collapsed. And people, even if they're on the medication, tire more easily when they have bipolar. So that the driving he was doing, and the disease lies, and it tells people they have more energy than they have. Yeah. And then they collapse. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, um, you know, a lot to think about for this wow. situation. Definitely yeah. not an easy situation. No. A lot going on, more than but just... she has to take care of herself at this point. Yes, absolutely. And she's having a hard time. You know, she's anxious. She's having nightmares. And she's now she's regretting her decision, and she's saying, yeah. I wish I was still pregnant. Sounds like it was too early, however. At least I got some suggestion back there. When it, somebody said if the fetus had been more developed, it would have been better. Yeah. yeah. Well, they said it was. Well, all she can, said was that it was high risk. I can understand her grief. They're both grieving. Um, yeah. And now she's grieving his loss. So, a lot going on there. I think she should definitely see a therapist for that. So should he? Yeah. Both of them should. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, as you can hear, when somebody has depression in a relationship, the entire relationship is going to be affected. Oh, absolutely. Mental health very definitely affects relationships. Did we do a talk on that? I think we did a long time I ago. I think we did, yeah. Maybe we'll look at it again. Okay. All right. So, a lot to think about for her on her end. Yeah. Very tough situation. Very, yeah. But, um, you and know... It pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about depression again in the future. Yes, we will. Okay. It's so common. So, that's it for this video. If you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, Skype coachings, and emergency Skype coachings. And 
You might even see Margaret on the website yes, now. I'm going to be where there. We can do some, we have some limited Skypes with her right now, and eventually, hopefully we'll get you a little bit more, but right. we're going to start you off nice and slow. We're starting off nice and easy. So that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.